This is It Was a Thing on TV. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the dregs of humanity. Episode 211, Submission 621. Dan Rever on Election Night 2000 and Election Night 2004. While Dan Raver, Chico, is one of the most legendary anchors in the history of television. Well-known and well-respected, Greg. But on election night in the 2000s... There's no easy way to say this. He went crazy. (laughs) He went crazy. Like, what in the world? I mean, he absolutely went absolutely berserk. I mean, we all know that Dan Rather is this legendary sort of um, Texan reporter. This Texan reporter, so he can come up with, like, a homespun sort of phrase. Homespun turn of of phrase is what I'm trying to say. That's right. Yeah, he does it in his good old Texas good old boy charm. (laughs) But I don't think anyone knew what they were in for when they turned into CBS on election night in the 2000s. Nope. This was just absolutely uh, bonkers. Bonkers. And it makes sense because the election itself was bonkers. Well, both presidential elections that he covered here were bonkers. So I guess it makes sense. Okay, here we go. From election night 2000, we have a list of Dan Raverisms that we'll include in the liner notes for the episode. Yep. On Podbean. Okay. And I'll, I'm going to tell you right now, as a bonus, I'm going to try to do this in my best Dan Rather voice. Oh, good. Emph- emphasis on try. Try. Because nobody can do this on like Dan Rather can. Nobody. Okay, this is Dan Rather, Election Night 2000. This race is shakier than cafeteria jelly. <laughs> how, would he know what, how would he know what cafeteria jello shakes like? Yeah, for all we know, cafeteria jello could shake no differently than regular jello. Right? Hmm. Turn the lights down, the party just got wilder. It's cardiac arrest time in this presidential campaign. He swept through the South like a tornado through a trailer park. George W. Bush sweeping through the South like a tornado. Maybe not the best choice of words in retrospect with George W. Bush, the South, and Weber. Hashtag Uh, did not age well. No. Heck of a job there, Danny. See what I did there, Greg? Yes, I saw what you did there. I know you had a horse track in Saudi Arabia, wherever the hell Mike Brown had his track. He ran. (laughs) Don't bet the trailer money yet. Now that's one that does not age well. 
it's too early to say he has the whip hand. Whip it! Whip it good! Oh, I'm sorry, that was last week. Yeah. I don't even know what the whip hand is. You know what the whip hand is? I have no idea. No, Florida, that race, the heat from it is hot enough to peel house paint. Does the heat peel off house paint? Not in North Carolina, it don't. I guess in Florida it does. Well, I've lived the summer in Florida. It was hot, it was steamy, but my house was still well painted. It's a ding-dong battle back and forth. Ding dong, the witch is dead, the witch is dead, the witch is dead. Ding dong, there's a battle back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. If he doesn't carry Florida, Slim will have left town. Where's Slim? We gotta find him. Never mind where's Slim. Who's Slim? (laughs) If a frog had side pockets, he'd carry a handgun. How would a frog have side pockets? It's The frogs are all naked. How would he have pockets? If anything, he'd have, what, a pocket on his back, maybe? Or a pocket mm-hmm. in his little jugular area here? he just do the... That sort of thing? While he's croaking? Mm. They both have champagne on ice, but after the night is over, they might need a pickaxe to open them. Oh, we can't open the champagne, guys. We What can we get to open it? Oh, I, I know what we can get. We Let's get this pickaxe. Let's try to open it, because nothing can open this champagne. Oh, God. This is the be-all, end-all of them. This race is tight like a too-small bathing suit on a two-log ride home from the beach. What? I've never been on a too long ride home from the beach, and all of my bathing suits are quite comfortable, so. I don't want to mention Al Gore or George W. Bush in a too small bathing suit. Yuck. It's about as complicated as a wiring diagram to some dynamo. What? I Not don't... dynamite. Dynamo. 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 Oh, this one I don't understand. This makes okay. no sense. Okay. Only votes talk. Everything else walks. No, I'm pretty sure votes don't talk, Dan. They're pieces of paper. They're pieces of paper with information. It doesn't make any sense. This will show you how tight it is. It's spandex tight. Spandex tight. Spandex tight. It's spandex tight. Buddy, I didn't know spandex was tight. No, I'm kidding. We're going to go to some of those long necks from a long time ago. Oh, gosh. Now Dan Rather's talking about day drinking. <laughs> He's going to find that people will hang on to him like a coat rack. This election swings like one of those pendulum things. One of those pendulum things. Uh, Yeah, yeah. One of those pendulum things. I want to say he's talking about a pendulum. 
I didn't know they were called pendulum things. It's like they're not pendulum. They're not pendulum things. They're pendulums. This race is as tight as the rest of like that's on a fifty-five Ford. Why just specifically a fifty-five Ford, Dan? Why not a fifty-seven Ford or a sixty-one Ford? Yeah, I've never seen a fifty-five Ford. I wouldn't know how tight they were. What we know is that there will be no decision until some of those races are decided. Yes, Dan, we do. Obviously, if there was a decision in this race, it would already be decided. Al Gore has his back to the wall, shirt tails on fire with this race in Florida. You talk about a ding-dong, knockdown, get-up race. I want to say that that is a boxing metaphor. Yeah, it has to be. a wrestling metaphor. Something like that. Or some sort of some sort of uh, ringed sport metaphor with a gong involved, perhaps. What, you're saying it's the gong show or something? Does the gong show take part in a ring? No. Okay. When it comes to a race like this, I'm a long-distance runner and an all-day hunter. What? So he he hunts so he so Dan runs, hunts all day and he's runs along he can't do both at the same time. Well, sure he can. Have you ever seen the biathlon? I'm just saying it can be done. <laughs> and, and you know what? This is the God's honest truth. It's the American way. If you don't vote, you don't get to whine. Oh yeah. But you know something? That's not wrong. Yeah. It is absolutely not wrong. Yeah. Take that, Twitter blue checks. Smelling salt for all Democrats, please. Well, this was 2000, so yeah. Yeah. Maybe you can bring some perspective on this. We're plum out. Plum out. Yeah, plum. This, is, this is basically Dad Rather... Switching back to his uh, default setting. It's like instead of, you know, being a respected news journalist, we're talking about cub reporter in Texas. So, not even cub reporter in Texas. We're just talking about Texan. <laughs> oh, God. This one. When the going gets weird, anchorman punt. I thought it was when the going get tough, the tough get going. That's what Billy Ocean told me. Tipper is probably telling her husband to hook a U, go back to the house to get a recount. <laughs> I guess that's how it works. Al, you have to hook a U. You got to get that recount. I've never, I've never heard that phrase, hook a U. I've heard pull a U-E, take a U-turn, do a roundabout. And I never heard hook a <laughs> to U. hook a U. Maybe that's a Texas saying. Who knows? Maybe it is. It doesn't matter if you're a Democrat, Republican, or a mugwomp. Elected officials played straight. No, Dan. He didn't. He, hey, hey, 
don't tell him he doesn't don't, know. Don't, don't tell, tell him. Don't, don't tell, tell him he doesn't don't know. T- don't tell Dan about Catherine Harris. Don't tell him. Don't tell him. The calls are coming from inside the house. Florida is the whole deal, the real deal, a big deal. Yeah. The presidential race is still hotter than a Laredo parking lot. There he is, switching back to the default setting. Because Dan rather would know how hot a Laredo parking lot would be. Yes. Probably been in a Laredo parking lot a lot. These returns are running like a squirrel in a cage. I'm pretty sure the returns don't run. Nor are kept in cages. Squirrels! I think he's thinking about a hamster. And it just came out squirrel. Which, you know, it happens. Oh, here's something you can take your teeth into, Greg. Yeah. It was hot and squalid as a New York elevator in August. New York elevators are not hot in August, Chico. And they're not squalid either. Are they squalid? I, I'm i guessing he's talking about New York City elevators specifically. So I think I'll take his word for it that they're squalid. Is that the right term, squalid? Did I pronounce squalid, that right? Yeah. Yeah. Squalid. It was full of squalor. It's squalid. Bushes run through Dixie like a big wheel through a cotton field. I'll talk about another term that didn't age well. No. This will have the people in Austin standing up like they got stuck with hat pins. In Austin, between the 10-gallon hats and the Willie Nelson headbands. (laughs) The Willie Nelson headbands. This is when uh, Dan Rather, you could tell that he's starting to become, I guess what the kids would call now, a sweat. As in short for a sweaty tryhard. The big burrito out there in California. The big burrito! The big burrito! The big burrito! The big big burrito! They'll be doing backflips in Nashville. Oh, that's what Nashville's known for. They're backflips. Yeah. Everybody knows country music is just a red herring. They're all about backflips. It would be Shakespearean for Al Gore to lose because of his home state. Yeah, pretty much. If I think you would likely see a hippopotamus run through this room and see George Bush appoint Ralph Nader to the cabinet. None of this television mumbo-jumbo. Let's get in there and count the votes. You know, yo, Chica, we've had enough of this mumbo-jumbo. We're going to go in there. We're going to count the votes. Frankly, we don't know whether to wind the watch or bark at the moon. Bark at the moon. I guess Dan was listening to too much Ozzy. Probably. We've lived by the crystal ball. We're eating so much broken glass. We're in critical condition. When this was just the beginning of the sort of era of the -the round-the-clock poll gathering and news reporting and we need to feed the beast. We need something to talk about. I'm thinking to myself, 
Why? Why? So that was 2000. Yep. So 2000, we all know, was a crazy year. But when Dan came back four years later for the 2004 presidential election, little did we know it was going to get much more crazier. So now I will do the Dan Raver impersonations for this part. Okay, here we go. Do you hear that knocking? President Bush's re-election is at the door. Hear that knocking? Oh, it's George W. Bush. Hi, how you doing? Hey, pick your feet up. Yeah, it's all comfortable here. Have a fruit roll-up. Does Laura like fruit roll-ups? Here's one for her. I'm sorry, we all ran out of strawberry fruit roll-ups. Here's a yellow fruit roll-up. I didn't get any of the tapenade because I know how your father do. Oh! Is that, did you make a reference to when he vomited on the Japanese prime minister? Why, yes, Greg. Yes, I did. Oh. Second time this year we've made a reference. Two times! Oh, yeah, because we made a reference to that on the little bush. Oh. You know, hey, you know what they call that in Japan? What? A bushuru. <laughs> a bushuru. A bushuru. I, I, you know what? I learned that from our good friend Lin Yu, who, uh, Moderates the You Ought to Know trivia listserv. Oh, okay. Well, well, hi if you're listening, Lynn. Okay. This race is hotter than a Times Square Rolex. I see what you did there, Dan. Oh, these Times Square Rolexes, they're hot. They're selling off the streets, but not as hot this presidential race right now. Hey, guys, are you seeing what's going on in Ohio right now? It's nuts. Yep. His lead is as thin as turtle soup. That sounds like rejected Letterkenny dialogue. This race is humming along like Ray Charles. Well, Ray did just come out the movie with Jamie Foxx. It did. And everybody really loved it. Uh, You could say that, you know what? Some people would say that Ray made Jamie Foxx's career. No. In Loving Color made Jamie Foxx's career. No, Chico. No. You know, Booty Call made Jamie Foxx's career. And do you know why? Why? Being a sequel of uh, Cabin, well, I don't know that they're going to be making one, but if they were, I'd, be, be, I'd be the first one there. I'd be the first one there in line to get the makeup for Cabin Boy, too. But, you know, it's funny uh, that you bring up sequels uh, because uh, two of our stagehands here on The Late Show, Pat Farmer and Kenny Sheehan, coincidentally are appearing in a big blockbuster motion picture a sequel this summer. Here, take a look. Watch the guys. Oh, God. <laughs> Got any plans for the weekend, Kenny? No. Well, maybe I'll give you a booty a call. That would be great, Pat. Please call my booty. <laughs> booty call, too. With Pat Former and Kenny Sheehan. Sadly, did not make their careers. No, no, they did not. We all know it was Pat and Kenny Rito for transcripts that made Pat Farmer Kenny Sheen's careers. All right, we're talking about Ray Charles. Okay, the presidential race is swinging like Count Basie. Oh, yeah. The race is hotter than the devil's anvil. That's hot. It looks nice. It looks sexy. 
Ohio becomes like a sauna for the two candidates. All they can do is wait and sweat. Okay, you know what? That's actually pretty clever. They're just waiting and sweating. They're waiting and they're sweating in Ohio. In Ohio. It's too bad Mike isn't here just yet, but... Yeah. One's reminded of that old saying, don't taunt the alligator until after you've crossed the creek. I've never heard that saying. No, I've never heard the saying either. But I get it. I get it. This situation in Ohio would give an aspirin a headache. I've never heard that one. But again, I get it. Bush is sweeping through the south like a big wheel through a cotton field. You used that four years ago! We have a repeater! You had that four years ago, Dan! You had that! We have a repeater! Not exactly that, but you repeated the same sort of thing! All right, next, next one. Oh, jeez. What Carrie needs at this point is the equivalent of Tom Brady coming off the bench to rescue him, but it's still too close to the call. Well, unfortunately, Dan, I don't think Alex Guerrero is going to inject him with any HGH to get him some extra ballots in Ohio. Allegedly. No, it's not allegedly. We'll just say it right here because we don't give an F. We don't care about criminal liability on this podcast. A note that the opinions of Greg Diener on Tom Brady do not reflect the opinions and views of Mike Klaus, Chico Alexander, Justin Rosaroff, Scott Chris Cola, Jennifer Smith, Andy Atherton, and anyone who is affiliated with Place to Be Nation. Now can we please move on to the rest of this episode to hear what other stupid down-home sayings Dan Rather has in store for us? <laughs> no question. Now that Kerry's rapidly reaching the point where he's got his back to the wall, his shirt tail's on fire, and the bill collector's at the door. That's the second time somebody's shirt tail's on fire, Dan. What is his obsession with this? I don't know. His obsession's with things that are really, really hot. Like, he has a thing about things that are hot. You know, hot things. John Kerry needs something on the order of a 55 or 60-yard field goal to win this. See, nowadays in 2021, would not be unheard of. Not that unheard of. In 2004, it was pretty crazy. Yeah, granted, um, who was that guy that Zane Gonzalez replaced on the Panthers? Cram Gano? No, no. It was the guy after Cram Gano. Oh, I have no idea. I don't follow. He he couldn't hit a broadside of a barn. I don't follow Carolina Panthers football. Okay, I'll I'll just say this: Graham Gano can hit a sixty-yarder. I know. I saw Graham Gano up close, kick some field goals into a net. Yeah, he plays for the Giants now. Yeah. Well, back in the UFL, I saw Graham Gano back when he was with the Las Vegas Locos. One day I will tell that story whenever we do the UFL. So Nice. The time I was on the sideline at a UFL game. Probably coming sometime in 2023 or 2024. Who knows? Can't wait. Thanks, Bart Scott. Hey, your humble editor here. I think the person Chico is referring to is Chandler Catanzaro. 
Kicking legend. So the next two quotes are to Joe Lockhart. And here's the following. I know that you'd rather walk through a furnace in a gasoline suit than consider the possibility that John Kerry would lose Ohio. Hmm. Why would there be a suit made of gasoline? Yeah. I don't get that. Uh, yeah, that makes much uh, sense to me. Unless somebody wants to engineer a suit made of gasoline. I don't know. What about Michigan? It's been out there for a long time. Is that making your fingernails sweat? Why would Joe Lockhart's fingernails be sweating? Why would anyone's fingernails be sweating? It doesn't make any sense. This presidential race has been crackling like a hickory fire for at least the last hour and a half. Let's see where it goes from here. Round and round it goes. Where it stops, nobody knows. What has he become, a carnival parker all of a sudden, Dan? That's basically what he's going for, isn't it? We keep talking about Ohio. If you've been tuning in and out, or you put the baby to bed, or you went to pop the cat on an adult, or otherwise beverage. That's, that's Dan trying to say you might have taken a beer without saying you or, or maybe a... something, Or maybe something a little harder. Mike's hard lemonade. Well, I did say a little harder. I probably deserve that. Anyway. Oh, oh, I think we have a sequel to the frog with the side pockets. We used to say if a frog had side pockets, he'd carry a handgun. Well, that is true. A frog would probably at best carry a handgun. Yeah. No one is saying that George Bush is not going to win the election. If you had to bet the double wide, you'd have to bet that he'd win. Okay, I'm going to ask the question. Is he trying to play to the trailer park? Is he trying to be... Is he, is he talking to the trailer park? Is he purposefully trying to do all of this to appeal to middle America? Oh, and 
it has surprised absolutely no one when she asked him, what would you buy if you won the, you know, the million cash out? What would you buy? Hookers and blow. Hookers and blow. Put on TV. <laughs> hey, hey, Kisla. Greg says hi. Uh, no, I hi, want Greg. her to come. I want her to come in for one second. I want to show her something amazing. Okay. All right, Greg wants to show you something. Get in here. Okay, in hold here. on a second. Now you talked about how much. Ain't nobody got time for that. Okay, you know how I much. I need my little bust out. Everybody oh, got time for that. Uh, okay. Oh, not okay. today. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. All right. You know how much of a joke news coverage is. News coverage was so much of a joke that during the 2006 Middle East crisis, late show with David Letterman announcer Alan Coulter had to provide a serious segment to tell the people the situation going on in the Middle East, but in Israel. So this is going to be very informative. Kiesel, I'm sure you're going to enjoy it. Here we go. All right, here we go. Don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? Don't you wish your girlfriend was a freak like me? Don't you? Wasn't that very informative, Kisla? If you want genuine informative news, you need to go to the BBC or you need to go to um Hold on, Mike's in the room. I'll even, say, I'll even say CNN because you know I love CNN. No, no, you don't, you don't go to CNN. I do go to CNN. No, I no, love no, CNN. CNN has the hottest no. guy. The hottest? Don Lemon is the hottest guy? Don Lemon is hot. <laughs> Don Lemon is hot. I didn't Don know Don Lemon. Lemon. Andrew Cuomo. I mean, not Andrew Cuomo. No, no, no. No, 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 no. This is where we'd have the gif of, of, of Jack Nicholson doing the no, no, no. <laughs> Chris Cuomo is hot. Chris Cuomo is hot. But stay, Lemon, but Jack, stay away from his brother. Jack, Jack, Who the Jack, hell is Jack? Chris, Lemon. what do you think of Chris Lemon, Keesla? Oh Don Lemon is hot. Oh, my God. Jack, Jack Lemon is Andrew Cuomo. Hold on, Mike's coming in. Let's Get see. Get out of here. Oh, my God. Get out of here. Oh, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Ladies and gentlemen, breaking news. Mike has entered the chat. Mike, you don't know what you missed in the last Why 20 minutes. Hmm? Why did you mute him? I guess I'll guess I'll hear about it uh, when I listen oh, to the shows. Oh, oh yeah, and Mike, you're not editing anything out from the last twenty minutes. This is all staying. In. I have no idea what you're talking about. I'll take your word for it. This is all. <laughs> let's let's just say it started with it started with Dan Rather, and it ended with Don. <laughs> Uh, and, and, and somehow we uh, I was like what about Chris Lemon 
Chris Lemon. No, Jack Lemon. <laughs> You know, oh god, okay. Well, Mike, while you were away doing your business, I want to show you my a- business is called coming, it's called getting home from work finally. <laughs> okay, Greg, so where were we? I don't even, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, the quote that caused all the madness in the last 20 minutes. No one is saying that George Bush is not going to win the election. If you had to bet the double wide, you'd have to bet that he'd win. And then it just went off the rails. Off the rails. Okay. All right. So here's some more solid 2004 quotes for you. Okay. In southern states, they beat him like a rented mule. That aged well. Yeah, that's didn't age terribly well. If you tried to read the tea leaves before the cup is done, you can get yourself burned. Oh, oh, Mike, one thing you need to understand about uh, Dan Rather, he likes hot things. He likes hot things. Well, how many years did he work with Diane Sawyer? <laughs> All right. <laughs> we need Billy Crystal to analyze this. Oh, good heavens. That, that was a thing that happened in the movies in 2004. Uh, we, we, yeah, that was actually sort of relevant because Analyze This was 98, 99. And then the, didn't they have the sequel, Analyze That? And Analyze That, yeah, that, that would have been, if that's 2004 you're talking about, I think that was like 2002, 2003, yeah. The amazing sequel. I loved that sequel. It was a good sequel. I've never seen Analyze That, but I'll take your word for it. Okay. You know that old song? It's delightful. It's delicious. It's the lovely. For President Bush in most areas of the country. His references aren't necessarily current. No. Even though you just had one no, that analyzed not. this. Okay. We had a slight hitch in our giddy-up, but we corrected that. Oh, to Dancy into the future? Did he see what happened earlier in the last half hour? He had a slight hitch in his giddy-up. It can happen to anybody. In some ways, George Bush's lead is as thin as November ice. Don't go on the lake just yet, kids. It hasn't frozen over. Put on a cup of coffee. This race isn't going to be over for a while. Yeah, how about the next morning? How about you look in the future to 2020, where it took, what, five days? Yeah. Yeah. You look at the map and say it's a big Bush victory, but this is one time when your mother is right. Looks can be deceiving. (laughs) What? What? See, I get that, but why do you have to bring my mama into this? Why no, would you... don't, don't bring your mom into this? Don't no. My mother is a saint. I love my mama. I love my mama. I love my mama. Hold so... it, wait a minute, wait a minute. Don't bring anyone mother into this. She ain't here. And if it wasn't for your mother, you wouldn't be here. So remember, when you put down one mother, you put down mothers all over the world. John Kerry's moon has just moved behind a cloud, as far as Florida is concerned. I don't want to say think about John Kerry's butt, Dan. On Kerry's chances, to use a metaphor, he's got to draw an inside straight. But hey, sometimes you get lucky and hit that straight. 
Okay, yep. WPT was really big at that point. Poker in general, so that, that's a timely reference. Poker. Uh, uh, about the John Kerry's moon reference, since it talks about John Kerry's moon as far as Florida is concerned, was that a moon over Miami? Oh, God. I see what you did there. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's like a swan with every feather above the water settled, but under the water, paddling like crazy. Yeah. What you have here is the football equivalent of a fourth quarter rally by Kerry. The election is closer than Lassie and Timmy. Huh? No, I get that. I get it, but that's like really dated and yeah. Keep in mind, they are teetotally meat mortally convinced they have Ohio won. Teetotally. Teetotally meat mortally? Is that like Flanders talk? Teetotally meat mortally, neighborino. Vice President Dick Cheney would not have flown all the way out there, Hawaii, overnight and put that lay around his neck and sort of hula danced, if you will, unless he thought there was a chance of carrying that out there. So you're saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance we'll win this totally blue state. Yeah! President Bush smiling there with his family. He's laid down aces so far. Another reference to poker. You can almost hear the GOP deep breathing sound. We're getting within maybe smelling distance. Uh, I think it was, can almost hear the GOP. We're getting within maybe smelling distance. We don't know what to do. We don't know whether to wind a watch or bark at the moon. Another repeater. On how the results are affecting strategists. It's one reason so many of them drink a lot. (laughs) And then finally, on Senator John McCain, on being congratulated on victory by Raver, John McCain said, thanks, Dan. I always believe you. And then Dan says, now, ladies and gentlemen, if you believe that, you'll believe rocks can grow. (laughs) Jeez. I wonder if that was sort of like an inside joke on the uh, the whole thing with Dan Raver and the memos. It had Probably. to be. Yeah, it had to be. It's like, like John saying, you know what, Dan, I always believe you. And then, yeah, if you believe that, you'll believe rocks can grow. Rocks can... Do you, hey, guys, do you think Dan Raver had a pet rock? Do I think Dan rather had a pet rock? Yeah, I think, I think Dan he, rather had a pet rock. Yeah, I think he probably had three of them at least. Okay. Oh god. Oh. Oh god. Oh my. Okay, now, Mike, I want, since you weren't here for this quote, I want to read this to you, and I want this quote to see, as someone from Ohio, let's hear your thoughts about this. We keep talking about Ohio. If you've been tuning in and out, or you put the baby to bed, or you went to pop the cap on an adult or otherwise beverage. Well, Ohio was big back in 2004. 
Yeah, but do people really like drink? Well, it's, it's an adult beverage. Hot. I mean, is it hot in Ohio? Is it hot? Like, not not in November, not for election day. Like, for example, Ohio becomes like a sauna for the two candidates. All they can do is wait and sweat. Is Ohio like a sauna? Does it do you sweat a lot there? Again, not in November. Unless you're a presidential candidate, apparently. Mm. Or Dan Rather. Or, or Dan, Dan Rather. Rather. Yeah. Yeah. Well, guys. In 2000 and 2004, Dan Raver. Oh, what can Going we say? Going off the rails. Giving us many what the F quotes, but they were very memorable things on TV. That they were. Okay, so that's going to do it for this episode. You can always go to our website, it was a thing on TV.com, and you listen to the 210 previous episodes to this one. We got all the live shows, all the video shows, the director's cuts, the remasters. Hey, by the way, Wednesday on the Podbean feed, episode two of Into the Spidey Movieverse goes up, Chico, where we talk about Spider-Man 2. Woo! The sequel to Spider-Man. And, oh, hey, you know what? Spider-Man versus Doc Ock was exciting, Chico. And I don't know how... That was some good theater. Good theater. I don't know how you're going to top that. I don't think that's ever going to be topped again. Never going to... It's never going to happen. I don't think we're ever going to see that again in theaters. Safe to say. I don't think we're ever going to see that. Oh, wait. Uh, Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. Because they released more footage of Doc Ock and Spidey. In No Way Home. Home. Yeah. That's the joke. Okay. Uh, And, well, hey, guys, on Thursday, the auction of 2020 was nuts. But you know what? We got. What was even more nuts? We got the most ridiculous thing ever from this election or any election we're going to talk about in this episode because they had a infomercial for this particular piece of memorabilia from the 2020 election. And Mike, we've been talking about it for a long time. We have, yes. Yep. So many questions about this piece of memorabilia. I hope you're ready for the Queen's Gambit, guys. I almost feel like we need to invoke uh, David S. Pumpkins here. Any questions? Any questions? Yeah, I've got a few. I also have a few, and hopefully we'll have answers next time on It Was a Thing on TV. Thanks for listening, and we will see you this Thursday. Wow! Joining me right now with further insight into some of uh, these races, our special correspondent for the evening, Mr. Dan Rather. Dan, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Tonight seems to be trending uh, towards the Democrats. What are, what are your thoughts on this evening so far? Well, first of all, the Democrats still have a very good chance to take the House. They're not mm-hmm. there yet at this hour. 
Uh, there's chances the Senate not looking quite as well as it early in the evening. Still have a fighting chance to do it, but mm -hmm. I expect on um, basis of what we know now, tomorrow morning's newspaper will read, Democrats take the House, uh, Republicans hold on to the Senate. Dan, uh, that was a, that was a, just that was a terrific analysis. That's terrific. Well, thank you, John. <laughs> <laughs> we sort of brought you in here though to you know give us a little bit more of that Dan Rather, you know what I'm saying? A little bit more of that homespun kind of. How so? For example, Hillary Clinton. Uh, we knew she was going to win in a landslide, but uh, I mean, how, how would you, Dan, rather, you know, d describe the uh, largeness of her victory? It, it was a healthy margin. <laughs> how about she ran away with it like a hobo with a sweet potato pie? Yeah. The Allen Webb race in Virginia, it's still too close to call. It's an ugly, ugly race. Yes, it was. I'm wondering in your view, uh, the magnitude of the ugliness, is there some way that you might... Well, I'd say as ugly as a hog lagoon after a bachelor party. All right. That is ugly, I think. <laughs> 